welcome Bye. back to Chai and Chats. Yay! <laughs> Give us a little woo. Woo! We need Yay. some Dabka music in the back or something. Uh, no, we have Kifak Inta. We have Fairuz. That's all we need. Um, we're a minute late. Sorry about that. We had some technical issues, but it's okay. We're all good. We're super tech fiends here at Belfield FM. Um, so I'm Sara. Thank you again for tuning in to Try and Chats um, for this week. Today's guest is a very special guest. It's one of my very best friends, Samah. Introduce Hi yourself. My name is Samah. I'm 23, graduated immunology and currently working in drug manufacturing. Amazing. Yeah. Very good. Me and Samah went to college together. We did. Not the same course by any means, though. Nope. Um, I, <laughs> I was doing law and she was doing well, you did science and then you went into immunology. Yeah, so the yeah. first two years were science and then specialization into immunology. Yeah. And did you like it? I did. It was very interesting. Very tech, like hectic as a course in general. Okay. I can imagine. Actually, yeah, I remember that you guys were getting stressed out. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, uh, God. So thank God you're out of that now. Mm-hmm. And now you're working. I am. You are working. I'm very... Listen, you guys are very privileged that we've got Samah on here right now because... <laughs> Um, she wasn't supposed to be available for basically any Mondays and I really wanted to bring her on but I got lucky because she had time off work and she's here now Samah lives in Limerick I do which is very sad for me because I miss her I used to see her like every day in college to going to not seeing her at all now which is kind of sad but it's okay because I get to see her every once in a while and it's nice Um, well look before we get into the interview I guess into the chats um I have a little competition that I am running um if you guys follow me on Instagram I mean this is like for the live show so anybody who's listening to this on Spotify is um my mic my my headphones <laughs> just dropped it's still recording but my There's headphones so many technical just dropped issues in all the technical issues it's okay I can hear myself now so it's grand um what was I saying? Yes, if you're listening to this on Spotify or the Mixcloud, then this is not going to apply to you, Saws. But for the live listeners, I have a special competition that I'm running for two tickets to the Dublin Tattoo Convention, which is next weekend, I believe, or in two weekends. I cannot remember because I've got my dates mixed up. Um, very exciting competition. Uh, the event is very, very family friendly. You don't have to get a tattoo by any means. It's amazing. It's a really good event. It'll be a lot of fun. And what I have said is, for the rules, if you are listening live, the first person to answer the following question via DMs on chai.and.chats wins. So here is the question. Are we ready? I feel like I should have, like, pulled up some music and got it prepared, but I'm not going to do that now. A tabla. Yeah, like an Arabic drum. Thank you. And the question is, you can't answer this, by the way. The question is, what is the main ingredient of falafel? I will um I will announce the winner later, depending on either who answers it first or by the end of the show. So keep listening in and I will uh, announce the winner. So I will say the question again. What is the main ingredient of falafel? First person to DM me and has completed all the steps on my last post wins. Okay, now we have got that out of the way. Let's get into the questions with Samah. <laughs> so before we get into like, you know, the chats... Let's talk about how me and you met. Arabesque, the best society. Arabesque, we met at a random event, but we got close with Arabesque. So Where was the random event? It was, was it? our friend's engagement. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. We met there. I met you and your sister. At the same. I, I met a lot. you were of, so cool. I know, thank you. I, you were right. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was very cool. I still am. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I thought you were cool too. We got, I know. I'm sorry. I'm just like amazing. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, me, me, and you, me and Samah got along really well from the beginning, we and did. we we basically stayed friends since then. So we've known each other for like six years or something, um, yeah. which is crazy. But yeah, we got a lot closer in Arabesque. So you guys have heard me talk about Arabesque plenty of times, but I will talk about it again in case you missed it. I was the president of the Arabesque Society, which is just the Arab Sock in Trinity for two years, and I had a bunch of people on my committee, and Samah was one of them. Yeah. And we got closer through that, partially through the stress of running a society where all the Arabs were just like swarming towards us. (laughs) But also it was nice, you know, to to have like an Arab friend. And it was good because we were all very similar. And I think that was my big thing. Arabesque was the reason that I started liking being Arab. Me too. I you w- do? I didn't okay. really have many Arab friends before that. Me neither. Like I, I think... had two growing up yeah. because I never felt connected to the others. And then yeah. when I went into Trinity the first, I think, year. When did Arabesque start? Was it like... Arabesque was a thing it from was first year, I believe. But it was yeah. very much like it started from second year onwards. So Selwa was the president in the first yeah. year and then I was third and fourth year. Yeah, I think the first half of my first college experience, like the first half of it or first year in general, I wasn't really close to any of the Arabs. Just oh, like Tamara we... and like one other girl. We have a winner. Yeah. Sorry, oh. I just <laughs> I just interrupted you. We have a winner. Circa is the winner of the competition. Oh, sure. <laughs> I forgot the word of the competition. Circa, my friend who I've never met. Um, I don't know if I've told you about her. No. Yeah, we met through a... We were like doing a social media campaign and we met online. We've never actually physically met. It's been Stop. like a year since we've known each other, but we've gotten very close. Um, she's a very good friend of mine. And she is the winner of this because she won or she got the answer first and the Ooh, answer was chickpeas if you didn't know if you're living under a rock the main ingredient of falafel is chickpeas um, but yeah okay so we have the winner that's great congratulations Circa sorry I interrupted you <laughs> um, continue uh, where was I? I can't remember where I was talking we're all oh, yeah. over the place yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was never close to Arabs in general because I just yeah. never felt connected to them I never felt like I could like they understood me I understood them mm. They're, was that was it the Arabs that were in Ireland or was it just Arabs in general? I think it was the Arabs that I saw in Ireland that I like growing oh, up. Okay, I've encountered a lot of Arabs, but I just never got close to them. Okay, um, see that's the opposite yeah. of me. I was like, I never really had any one Arab around me. Like in Cyprus, there was no Arabs. Yeah. There was one Arab girl. She was Lebanese, and I like was very like. Um, what's the word drawn to her because she was Arab and I was like oh Arab people were all the yeah, same but then you realise that yeah no not even because I was just like there's someone who's like me but yeah. she wasn't like me at all um, we were very very different but in my head I was trying to force it because I was like she's Arab I want an Arab friend yeah. like someone who I, understands I me I was the opposite I think I, wa- I had a lot of Arab people around me but I just never felt connected to them you know okay. I never felt close to them and what was the reason? Do you know what the reason was? There's different types of Arabs, I think, and it's yeah. hard to find your group. I agree. You know, there's, yeah, there's just different kind of groups. Mm-hmm. I never found mine. Okay. And then Arabesque, that's when I kind of began to find all of these Arabs that understood me, that I understood them. Yeah. Same level of Same everything. level of, cr- like, um, <laughs> Western to exactly, Arab. Exactly, yeah, that's it. Because you're, like, where... I mean, this is, like, a reoccurring theme that comes up time and yeah, time again. Does. Is um, being too Arab for the West or oh Ireland yeah. and too uh, too white or it's too like Irish too for... too foreign for here, too foreign for home Exactly, you're, you can't find... There's no one country that mm. fits of you. And the thing is, is that there's so many people who are exactly like us, but we're all on varying scales. 
so we can that's never exactly it's so it. hard to find it people is. who are like that yeah. like we were very lucky in our best that we found each other because we were at that same level literally yeah we were on the same scale but it like you said you met so many arabs before you found people like yeah, that and i, I was lucky felt, yeah i was lucky that the arabs that i met here i kind of pretty much clicked with very quickly which was that's great good. and i was yeah. lucky with that but before that I hated being Arab so it was very much like the second I found people who were like me I was like oh wait maybe being Arab doesn't suck which is nice (laughs) I had ups and downs with my uh, like hating being Arab or not really I hated it and then I loved it and then I hated it and now I love it (laughs) that's good (laughs) yeah before Arabesque I probably hated it yeah yeah I was um I think my problem with it was it was the big like first and second year I didn't like it which was what like pre-arabesque was because the only form of social interaction that existed was the alcohol that's true that's a big thing and I think me not going clubbing and not drinking and not participating in that made me hate being Arab more because all I wanted to do was like make friends and it wasn't like I didn't want I wanted to drink or I wanted to go to clubs or whatever it was just like the norms within being Arab you just don't do that so I was like oh why can't I just do that Mm. why does it have to be like because you're Arab you can't or because you're whatever you can't that's one big difference between me like I where I'm from so I'm from Dublin I've been here since I was three uh over 20 years oh my Um, god yeah so were you were you in Jordan before that I was in Jordan yeah I was I was born in Jordan okay so I'm from Palestine born in Jordan I moved to Ireland when I was three I've been here all my life Mm. growing up my family used to always go to Jordan every summer yeah so I can't remember anything from the age of one to three obviously nobody yeah nobody can nobody can um all my experiences of being in an Arab country comes from me visiting my family in Jordan during summer holidays. That's nice. Yeah, which is great because I got to kind of you had exper- your family. Yeah, yeah. I, I experienced what their culture is like mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, and were your family that were there? Were they were they like living there, or was everyone meeting in the one place? No, they all lived there. Okay, so yeah. you were the one. You were the foreigner coming. I was. It. Yeah, right, okay. I was. Did they make fun of you for that? Sometimes, sometimes accent twice. Sometimes my yeah. accent keeps changing, so sometimes they'd be making fun of that <laughs> I know um, but one thing that I noticed um, going from Jordan to Ireland to Jordan is the social life everything okay. closes so early in Ireland oh, which is something stop, that I, I get shocked at every time I come back from I Jordan know, I know, know I know I know which is what you were saying about the alcohol thing like the social life there is very different than here like I think the alcohol no I think for here it's like things do stay open it's just pubs and clubs but so it's like even, you, you even, can socialize if you want at yeah. night but you would have to be going to a place that has drinking yeah you know whereas in jordan you can find places that like like people drinking there is much more normal than it was before i think oh, it's yeah, still for sure. i think it's like different areas so 100%. there are more conservative areas than oh, yeah. others but that's all arab countries though. yeah bars clubs pubs things like that that's more of a thing in jordan now and in yeah. a lot of arab countries um so you will find the right crowd but you also can socialize with people who don't drink yeah. in a very, you know, regular setting. You can go to a cafe at night. Cafes is a big thing. Like cafes close at what, five? P- some cafes, obviously, some of them stay open very late. But in Jordan, there are certain cafes and their 
um, like rooftop rooftop cafes. Okay. And they would stay open till 2 a.m. Really? Serving food, coffee, yeah. different drinks. And some of them would have live music in the corner. Oh, that's true. Very beautiful, yeah. like in Amman City. Yeah. yeah. I never really get to experience the social life of Amman. Like, this is the problem. So me me and my family and Samaha and her family, we've never managed to overlap, which sucks. I know. But um, we visit every year as well. Jordan is easier to visit than Palestine um, because my grandparents live in Palestine, but then my, my mom's side of the family is kind of dotted around the world. So the easiest place for all of us to meet is Jordan. We have a house there. We all stay under the one roof, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being I, I'm being sarcastic. It's you know it's not great <laughs> if you have a big house and it's like five people living in it, and then a smaller house with fifteen people living in it. It's chaotic. A bit, it's especially yeah. with extended family. Exactly. So it's chaos, but at the same time, um, it's a nice opportunity to see everybody. But this is the problem. Like when you want to go out in Jordan, for us anyway, mm. um, everybody needs to go out. It's not yet everybody. So you're getting like 65 cars because <laughs> nobody drives there because none of us actually live there. And in the cars, there. you'd fit like 60 kids yeah, in the back. No, seat, I swear to God. <laughs> but you're going in a taxi. You're not going in your Some own car. Some taxis allow that. I don't know. I've man. been These in a car don't. in the back with like so many people. See, none of us are kids. It's crazy. We're all adults. As a kid. I don't was. think I don't think any of my aunts would be accept- accepting of one of us sitting on their laps Yeah. as adults. Oh no. I also don't want to sit on anybody's lap. Oh, I'm no. good. You know, I'd rather get my own seat. But yeah, um, so going out is like a big trek. So we don't really have much of a social life and I don't have any friends there. So yeah. I hear a lot about Jordan being a great place for socializing and stuff like that, but I don't have anyone there to back that up or like make me kind of see it and I don't really hang out with my brother so (laughs) I'm not going to go to a cafe and just chill there with my brother like that's weird (laughs) so I haven't seen all of that but I hear a lot about it and I wish I do get to experience it so maybe we should try and time it so that both of us are there at the same time definitely we tried doing that last time we were born Jordan I know it didn't work out because we live far away from each other and I think I was still new to like living in like experiencing Jordan as a adult so my parents were like we don't really want you getting a taxi on your own which Mm -hmm. like fair enough you don't want that but yeah you were saying that you would go and visit your family so what was it like I like would. being with your cousins every summer i had an amazing childhood growing up because really? of jordan because i used to go really there. i swear to god it was such an experience it was like when i talk about my childhood all of the memories most of them like i'd say 80 or 90 percent of them come from summer holidays in jordan with my cousins and the people that lived in my village that is so nice yeah so i used to live in a village and um, before I moved to a different house in Jordan and every summer. OK, so one thing that I noticed about being in Jordan as a kid versus Ireland is the technology Um, kids in Jordan. They have phones, right? But when they go out playing, they don't they don't they take don't their like phones. Yeah, they're mm. they're very they're able to separate like the life. Do. That's yeah. good. Like growing up, the amount of things that we used to do, we would start up little mini businesses because we'd be bored. Really? Yeah. Wait, we like actual to... businesses or pretend? No, we'd actually make. So one thing we used to do was uh, make juice and we'd sell them. Oh, like, to different like, kids. like people would do like the lemonade. Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, what other stuff would we do? Ice cream. We'd sell that. We'd go around selling that. Where would you, what would you buy well, from the shop and then give it to people? A, it's not actual ice cream. It's lollipop ice creams. Do you know them? No. You'd freeze it. Oh, you mean like the when you put like yogurt in a Yeah, uh, but we used, to, we used to put it. in bags. Oh my God. <laughs> As kids, as like seven, Entrepreneurs. Eight, nine, I swear <laughs> to Literally God. entrepreneurs. Yeah, so like we used to kind of spend our time doing that in the streets and we'd stay in the streets all day. Really? No phones, nothing. That is so we nice. We would, what else would we, we used to do so much. We used to, at one point we started our own little gallery, me and my cousins. 
And oh what we God. did, yeah, we spent oh, yeah, the whole day. Sama is a very, very, very talented mm, artist, thank just you. to say. Yeah. So we used to, uh, we once spent a whole day just drawing and coloring on different pages. Oh. And then in my grandma's house, uh, she lived like in an apartment, but the whole building was hers. So mm-hmm. um, the entrance, the stairway, we stuck all the paintings going up the stairs. Okay. And then we made little invitation cards. And we would go, t- we went door door to everyone oh my in my God. village. <laughs> Wait, especially that's so the kids cute. that that was my childhood so when i talk about like technology wise uh, also i want to mention something but let me just finish this up okay um yeah so we'd give out these invitations to all these kids and mm-hmm. we'd say okay uh 3 p.m at my house there's blah 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 a gallery exhibition yeah. Yeah. and they'd come and we'd have little price tags beside each photo yeah and and were people buying them yeah what like other than it was like shilen which is five cents or so oh okay but, yeah. or like asha rush which is 10 cents 15 cents yeah. but in jordan you could buy crisps with that so yeah, that yeah, was yeah. a lot of money when i was in oh there. yeah sorry also the fact that snacks are so like you literally so you get like cheap. 25 cents you get a massive bag of chips oh my or God. crisps sorry. you can get a good sandwich with that falafel 25 cents falafel. Yeah. Yeah. it would be like it would be like a dinar like one 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 euro bro like ages ago my my uh, my uncle would tell me that he was getting like it is falafel for 2 cents oh i miss jordan no yeah yeah i know we haven't visited since pre covid so yeah. but like that's what i mean about child like children there were very much living their childhood children were children when okay i can't remember how old i was when i first got my first phone but it was one of those phones with the little antennas Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and I used to watch RTE on it past my bedtime, especially during Christmas period. Oh my god! I used to find little Christmas movies. Yeah. Um, but every whenever I'd go to Jordan, I would put my phone in my closet and I'd stay in Jordan for two months at a time oh sometimes, god. and I wouldn't touch my phone. I wouldn't open it. That's wow. it. Yeah, I didn't. Just phones, no. Like that's so really. nice. Yeah, we. D- I wasn't allowed a phone. Well, my mom actually didn't want me to get a phone until I was sixteen, but my dad convinced her. Otherwise, he was like. Come on now. I was 13. (laughs) I actually got my first phone from Jordan, which is great. But um, I never really used it. Now, granted, when we were in Jordan, like I didn't, because like I said, my my cousins and I, we are of similar ages, but we don't see each other. Like not all my cousins come to Jordan. So I have French cousins and they would come every once in a while. But, and they were, they're the ones, there's one who's my age. And then there's another who's also, they're, I'm the oldest. And then the other two are, a year younger than me but one of them lives in Egypt and the other lives in France so even that like they're not they don't have a similar what's the word Arab to Western ratio yeah. as me so in terms of like all of my cousins I, me and my brother and my sister would be the only ones that have this kind of ratio okay. so even with my cousins getting along with them in that kind of way wasn't the same and I didn't really have like a childhood with them mm. so I didn't get the same experience as yeah. you so I've never really grown up around cousins or anything when I was younger I used to get along with them so much now I haven't seen them probably over three four years as adults I think you start to kind of come into yourself and you start to understand you have different like interests and stuff Mm -hmm. but when you're a kid it doesn't really matter you're just playing with each other selling stuff to make five cents to go buy chewing gum from the shop exactly yeah literally but you like it's nice that you had like a really nice experience growing up and you have good memories of Jordan yeah because I think that's really important and that keeps you in touch with your Arabness it does yeah definitely yeah um let's talk about culture and traditions at home good old culture and tradition. so traditions like 
the things that kind of stick out at me and I suppose I don't know if I want to do a comparison between that and our on Ireland because I think Irish people are very hospitable but in yeah. their own way so we have very different styles of hospitality there's um, certain ways to like but, our yeah. culture given exactly our culture and uh, like I say this but I don't I haven't really been to like the only Irish people's houses that I've been to have been the ones who were like my friends I'm yeah. not going to sit at my friend's house and they're going to offer me a cup of tea and I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. You know, oh my God. <laughs> I've, I've never experienced that. So I've seen videos like Wait, on you've TikTok never experienced what? of someone being like an Irish person, like going to oh. an Irish person's house and them offering me tea and me being like, oh no, I'm okay. And then they're like, ah, go on, ah, go on, go on, yeah, go on, yeah, go, on yeah. go on. And then you're like, oh, okay, fine. Like mm-hmm. I've never had an Irish person yeah. make me a cup of tea. Yeah. That hasn't been like me going to Emma's house and she's just like, okay, because do you want some tea? And I'm like, yeah, okay. Sure, mm. you know. So I've never experienced that, so I can't speak to that. But for Arabs, we have that same. We do. Uh, no is not an answer, yeah. which is in other circumstances probably not the best. But in terms of food and drink, <laughs> it's great. You are not allowed to like refuse food or drink when you're at someone's house. Yeah. I do it a lot. I'm like that with you guys. Whenever you guys no, come to but, my house, yeah, I'm like, okay, have this. Okay, have this. Okay, have this. Now have this. Yeah. Well, as an Arab kid growing up my mom used to be like you know I have yes you know yeah I yeah. have to I have to say oh no shukran khalta, ma bidi. yeah and then okay, let's, let's translate that yeah. so when you're at someone's house you're not allowed to say yes straight away yeah, yeah. as a kid like you're you're our moms taught us not it's to like say yes not as a kid. well mannered <laughs> yeah it's considered rude if you say yes straight away like you can't seem too eager yeah even if you really want it so yeah. a lot of the times they'll offer you like a sweet exactly and you're like no thank you and they'll be like, no thank you I'll take some and take sometimes some. but sometimes they won't push it too much and I've you're done like that before and you're like no please no come back but a lot of the time you have to say no a couple yeah. times and then you'll be like okay fine and then your mom won't get mad at you yeah you know That's so funny. Yeah, I know. You're just reminding me of something. So at one point in my life, I've kind of like lost track of tradition in the sense that I know, like, for example, offering food, you okay. have to do it in a certain way. Okay. I kind of just would ask someone, do you want food? And they're like, no, I'm like, okay, خلاص. you don't want food. No. Brand. I know. It was so bad. That's so an Arab of you. It was so bad. I'm oh not proud God. of the Hali in Yada, but... Um, <laughs> Um, my brother's best friend and also who is my mom's best friend's child. Okay. He once came over to my house. That was years and years back. And that was the time period where I kind of lost track of tradition. Okay. And I, don't, I don't know. I just kind of lost that connection. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my mom had made dinner that day. Okay. Put it in the fridge. No one ate whatever. A few hours later, I got hungry. I went to the fridge, opened it, put myself a plate. And I started heat, heating it. And the little kid, he he was probably, how old was he? I can't remember, like seven, eight. Mm-hmm. He was in the kitchen with me and my young, my other brother. And I offered him, I was like, do you want food? He was like, no. I was like, okay, خلاص. And I put the food in the fridge. And I went and I started eating. Samah. It was so bad. Oh my Literally God. Literally five minutes later, my dad walks into the kitchen. He's like, Samah, um, did you offer food to him? I was like, yeah, ma- he, he's not hungry. And he's like, and sh- what did you do? And I was like, well, I should I put it in the fridge? No! He was like, no. <laughs> He was like, hey, maybe see it, blah, blah. I was like, oh, so you're, oh, shit. So I asked oh, so, the kid So again. no doesn't mean no? Yeah. And then, no. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so I put him a plate and I was like, here, take some. And he was like, no, thank you. And I was like, take some, khud, like khud. I was like, Mabid, do you know, thank you. And I was like, take some. And then he ended up finishing the whole plate. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was. That proves to you. 
uh, that you were I'm an embarrassment that you were an embarrassment <laughs> to the Arab the Arab people and our culture sure I've learned I learned, I learned from my mistakes that's good at least you can admit to your mistakes now exactly exactly <laughs> was so you, can, bad, you can understand where you the went wrong in life kids. Haram. Yeah. no but like okay what other kind of traditions I'm trying to think like what kind of other stuff that we have at home so like a big thing I think every family has their own thing so like for example yeah. I know that Tamara always has like a, f- a fresh pot of coffee she does in her house oh, which I love I we're love not like that. that at all we don't drink Arabic coffee really at home like the only time we drink Arabic coffee is um, during Ramadan yeah and I've only very recently started drinking I never liked it before it's very bitter but something's happened in my taste buds They've when changed. you get hooked on it, that's it. It's a game over. I mean, I'm not hooked because I only drink it during it's Ramadan. So good because it's like a small little amount. You like take it with like a little, like a couple dates or something, and it hits the spot. But only during Ramadan. I look forward to going to Tamara's house just for that. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is nice. We our friend Tamara. She her her mom actually she's listening now. Yeah. Uh, her whenever we go into her house, she always has the big like it's such a beautiful. Um, it's not a pot. What is it? It's not a jug either. Oh my god, that was a It's just like a. Um, It's like a flask, but it's a really yeah, nice looking flask. Pretty. It's very pretty. And it's always on her dining table or her living room table. And she's she always, they have like a pile of yeah. um, Arabic coffee glasses, which are like, you could say they're equivalent of Arabic shot glasses, except they're for coffee, not yeah. for shots, obviously. Um, they're also very pretty. And then she pour it for, for us and it's nice. It's with always hot. Date. Yeah, with a date as oh. well. It's nice. It's a it. nice little touch, but like that's a tradition for them. Mm-hmm. That's not a tradition for us. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's tradition if, during Eid as well. Yeah, but I don't know if that's just because like we've become westernized, or if just because my parents don't drink Arabic coffee. I don't know. Actually. Would you, do your does your family do that a lot or what? My dad loves drinking that kind of Arabic coffee. My mom not so much. But like would you have like would you have like a pot of it the way that like the mom no, does? No. Sometimes, no? sometimes when people come over, my mom would make it. Okay. During Eid, we'd have it all the time. Okay. Yeah, but not every day, not like Tamala's family. Mm, yeah. I think that's a really nice little tradition it to is, have. It is, it's very cute. My mom, my mom, without fail, if somebody's coming over, she will always have like a dessert of some sort made. Yeah. Um. What kind of desserts? Just Depends. Any? I mean, Arab desserts usually, yeah. but uh, if she's not making a dessert, she'll take like, it's stuff that's like really easy to put together, but it just looks like you put a little bit of effort in, you know? Yeah, yeah. She will take puff pastry and she'll stuff it with like cheese or... With some, with like sometimes maybe it's like an apple mixture. She'll just like switch it up and she sticks it in the oven. It's so easy to throw together, but it's like here's this like homemade thing that we made you. Yeah. Have some. That's cute. I feel like Arabs want to have like they want to make you feel at home as they much do. as possible. That's I think that's thing. the most important thing for yeah. us. We want you if you are in our house like feel at home in the sense that we're not gonna be like oh you want a uh, cup of water go get it yourself. Not no, like that. No, we will. We will. Bring we it will, with in yeah. a gold like we platter you, for you. We want <laughs> to make you feel like you are royalty in our home. Literally. But you're also at home. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't really We coincide. want to feed you. Exactly. We also always want to feed you. Mm. So like it just it's nice to make somebody feel like spoiled a little bit, I think. It is. It's so nice. Um so I like it. I think it's a nice little tradition. I don't know how many times I've experienced it because I don't really go to people's houses here very often. At least not anymore. Well, yeah. You know? Like nobody really goes to anyone's house. You just kind of go out. I think that's that's probably because of COVID. I feel like my brain is like pre and post COVID. Do a lot of like going to people's houses. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We remember? would. That's true. And we would always like someone make us tea. Yeah. Tamara's always making us cinnamon tea. Cinnamon tea. tea oh my God. Um, or we have like coffee or mint tea or something like that. Mint tea is a big one for us. Big, big, big one. Mint tea. Yeah. Do you prefer mint tea or um, maramilla? Maramilla is um oh, sage. I think mint. Mint. Me yeah. too. I don't no, like no. maramilla. Maramilla. So I like. I like Maramiya too. Maramiya is sage. Um, I don't like... No. 
Maramilla gives me a very distinct memory. So I have not visited. I have <laughs> not PTSD visited. Have? It's not bad. Um, I have not like visited Palestine since I was eight years old. So it's been 15 years. Um, but for some reason, Shaib Maramilla gives me like Gaza vibes. Oh, that's cute it's so weird because my teta would make Shaib Maramiya and then she would have the Irshalla which is like the, they're like sweet breadsticks yeah. um, that we would have in, in like Arab countries oh my god that actually just reminded me of the breadsticks wow. from Amman stop oh. no just like, yeah oh my god bro you would walk into a bakery you would walk into ever. a bakery any bakery in Jordan they have fresh um like biscuits Inshallah. for tea they're biscuits yeah but they're fresh made and they're they they have the texture of breadsticks usually yeah um, less they're more biscuity than than yeah. bready I guess and then they're sweet and they're usually made with like sesame um, and then there's a couple of different textures and, and shapes and stuff them like in that your tea? and they're it's like it's like a biscuit pick and mix oh, it's beautiful it's it always thing. smells so good it's my favorite thing ever you dip it into your coffee oh Oh, stop. Oh. I miss it now. Don't make me cry. My oh. mom was in Jordan this summer and I asked her to bring me someone. She forgot. She forgot. She forgot. No. She forgot. I really, really don't go. Now I, I miss it. Now I miss it. My favorite one is the, um, what is it? Rectangular looking one. I like the circle ones. Do you? Yeah. You have to break them. Effort. Yeah, that's fine. What do you mean okay. effort? You effort. just break them. They're easy. You, just have to, you need a plate so that the, the crumbs don't go yeah. everywhere because otherwise they're getting on the floor and then yeah. that is like, I have to clean that up. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, so I like the Arab traditions. I think it's nice. It's a nice little touch. It makes people feel at home. It does. And I think it's important to keep stuff like that up. I think people do though. I think without realizing, once you get, once you become an adult and you have your own home and stuff, you will start to just it's maintain. It's in your blood. Yeah, exactly. You just have exactly. to do it. If, if you're not a good host, you failed. You failed I as an Arab. Like, yeah. yeah. You just have to, you just have to give. Exactly. It's very natural it comes to you. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about you and your experience moving away from, from home. From home. From home, as yeah. in Dublin or as Jordan? In du- or? Well, no, Dublin, like you're in Limerick now. <laughs> um, so Yeah, so I've always lived in Dublin with my family growing up, went to school here, went to college here. And then after college, I graduated and I got a job away from Dublin. Mm-hmm. As an Arab, that doesn't happen. You don't. Mm. So if the ma- the majority of Arabs in Arab in the Arab world, um, they don't move out of their family home until they get married. Yeah, you know. So we That's have a, big a thing. we have a really annoying saying called "min" that is said to women. It's "min bet abukila bet Josek, Yeah, which is like from your father's house to your husband's house, mm-hmm. which makes me want to stab everyone <laughs> in the eye. I'll um, join you with that. It's such a shit phrase, I man. Like I really it. hate it because, like, first of all, it's not my dad's house; it's our house, all of our house. And then, if you're moving in with quote unquote your husband, no, you're most likely moving in together. As yeah. a couple, it's your house, not exactly. his house. It's so stupid. But yeah. anyway, yes, continue. So, <laughs> yeah, so that that's kind of like adat u taqalid. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, you yeah. just... people. Adat u taqalid, how do you explain that? That's like... It's like culture. Norms, norm. and, norms and traditions, I guess. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah, just the way it is. Yeah, like the way people are and the way it is. Yeah. And no one questions it. Yeah. Um, we question it, we just can't do anything about it. Yeah, you can argue. <laughs> you can argue it as much as you want, but at the end it's of the day, it's hard not. to kind of get yeah. your way. Um, where was I? Yeah, so I got a job away from Dublin. Yeah, 
And I decided I want to move away to, yeah. because it was a really good opportunity. It was, was also it? very last minute. You had like maybe a month yeah. before you were going to go. You clear. shocked us. You shocked us with that. I shocked myself as well, to yeah. be honest. Like, um, But yeah, I approached my parents and I told them about mm-hmm. it. Obviously, at the start, they were very against it. Yeah. But after You were kind of, of convinced that it wasn't going to happen. You really thought they weren't going to let you go. Yeah. And then yeah. eventually we kind of talked a lot about it mm. and they came around to it. That's good. Yeah, they saw like it's a good job opportunity, especially as a first job as well. And you weren't going to find something as nearly as good as that in Dublin. Yeah. In your field. Yeah. So it's good that you got that. And it I was think during COVID as well. Yeah, it was, what was it, January of last year? It was, yeah. Of last year or of this year? 2020. Oh yeah, of this year, 2021. Yeah. yeah. So you've been gone for almost a year. Oh my God. No. Oh my God, right? you've almost a year. Time flies, wow. it's terrifying. Wow, that's yeah. wild. I have a picture of the day... Uh, of us yeah. on the day we you told me or you told us really yeah stuff that's cute yeah I know it's cute but yeah. yeah so what what like what have you found is good and bad or what do you think is good and what do you miss messing up from home what I miss from home is my younger brother is my sister my Aww. family like I miss going home to a house with my family and people you, to talk to you have a big family so I think I it do. is definitely yeah. different for you so when I first moved out I was surprised to be very homesick which was really so, yeah I didn't expect that because I don't know I was like ready to kind of start a new chapter spread in my your life, wings kind of, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but like going home after work um, coming from a very big family mm-hmm. and moving away to a very quiet house yeah you know with no family no one no friends no one like I knew no one yeah. in that new place no you one. had two roommates but they're like they were very always away because they were they're busy right very, they work yeah um, housemates very very different oh, yeah. schedules um so I came from a big family. I'm used to going home, talking to everyone. I'm used to always mm-hmm. having someone to talk to. Mm-hmm. And then I moved away and I'd go come home from work and it's just quietness. Yeah. That was very uncomfortable for me the first few weeks. I and then I got really used that. to it. I get that. Yeah. I, w- I don't know how, like even when I come home after a long day, even if I'm like, I just walk into the house and I just say hi to mama and baba, like for for like two minutes, and I just it, talk it makes to them. A difference. And then you go upstairs, like I have my day, I... I go take my shower I make my food and I'm pretty like alone for that element but everyone's around yeah and I don't think I've appreciated it enough so yeah I feel like it's you don't you don't appreciate stuff like that until it's gone for sure yeah um but then I got used to that mm-hmm. you know I got used to the quietness I yeah. got used to my own like being just alone and yeah. stuff like that and every time I'd go back home it would be too loud for me and then I'd get used to that really? it was, yeah it was just oh really yeah because you would you don't well you come home quite a lot I so, do. Yeah. But you, you don't stay for too long. You stay for like two, yeah. three days. Yeah. So but I do miss them a You lot. get like a little dose and then you're back. Exactly. It's like you get, you get yeah. your hit and then you're gone. Yeah. So I think that's one thing that's the disadvantage of it maybe. Or like yeah. something that I didn't expect. Um, yeah. One good thing is you grow as a person. Really? Yeah. Like you'd be surprised just moving away. You grow mm-hmm. as a person. You start learning more about who you are mm-hmm. as a person, what you want in life. Mm-hmm. You become more independent. Okay. You know, which is good. It's a good did thing. Did you expect that that was going to happen? I did, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, ex- the in- the independence thing yeah. is probably expected. But like growing into your own person and discovering who you are. Yeah. That's probably... I think that's probably a good thing. I, I am for the moving away thing. I think my situation is different because the best opportunities for me are in Dublin. And in my parents' head, which I do agree with them. I may as well take advantage of 
the comfort of living at home as long as possible because Jesus, when I move like, out when yeah. I move out I'm moved out I'm not exactly. gonna move back in yeah so it is nice to kind of take the comfort level that comes with like having a home cooked meal like I know the mom has made like one of my favorite foods now when I get home I'm gonna oh. have that shit I'm so excited she made mandi um and I'm pumped to eat it and yeah. I'm like the idea of coming home after a really long day and having to cook for yourself however much I love cooking I adore it's cooking. Not, it's, it's my favorite great. thing. It's just not the same. No. You know, sometimes you want someone to make you like a good home cooked meal. Yeah. Um, so is that something else that you missed? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> does your mom does your mom cook a lot? My mom used to her food is amazing. Really? Yeah, so sh- when she cooked, oh, food was great. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously I missed that. Yeah. It's not the same. I've tried I when I first moved out, I was very motivated to cook Arabic meals. And I'd make dawali. Really? Yeah, I made dawali, I made uzi different you know what's wild then i got lazy now i'm so lazy with okay because i think for me if i moved out in my head i'm like there's i have a list of meals they're white they're white ass meals they're so oh. white not arab um that i want like all my tiktok favorites are just yeah. meals that i want to make that because i because i live at home i can't i don't always get the opportunity to like to- cook dinner and also my brother and my dad are very picky and they're annoying <laughs> so if i want to make food they're gonna be like what the hell is this this yeah. isn't like they roast it. Yeah, just like you. Arab shit, you know, whatever. My brother is more open now recently to try stuff. Like there was a couple of days where my parents were away and I took that opportunity to like cook all the shit that I wanted to make yeah. that I probably wouldn't be able to make or like my parents Muslim wouldn't like. And my brother was my my test bunny. He liked every single thing I made. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, actually, look, no. uh, you like stuff that isn't just mama's food. So yeah, screw you anyway. anyway. But anyway, but... In my head, I'm like, I would probably want to take a massive break from Arabic food and just focus on the white ass food that I have saved in my like YouTube favorites and my TikTok favorites. And then I'll probably get sick of it and I'll yeah. want to make Arabic food. But I'm surprised that you wanted to make Arabic food straight away. Yeah, I want to kind of perfect some of them and just... It is nice. I think that's a big thing. We like Arabic food isn't that difficult to make except for like the yeah. really complex dishes. But like Arabic food really isn't difficult to make. I think it it's just... very fancy. It seems really intimidating, yeah, I think. But it's actually simple to make exactly. most of them obviously some of them are very difficult it's all in the spices i think as well 100 percent, the perfect mixture of spices yeah because like what like matluba for example it's literally just it's like eggplants and potatoes i mean depends depends where uh, we don't put potatoes in we it. don't we literally just put eggplants yeah. eggplants my mom sometimes halves it because some of some people in my family like the eggplants others like the potatoes so really she'd, yeah she'd just make one pot but half of it is eggplants half of it is potatoes. oh my god oh she so she tailors to you guys okay so my mom fancy. does not she's like you will eat what i make you which fair yeah. enough i agree um no ours is eggplants but it's like it's like eggplants and rice basically yeah. and like chicken i guess but like it's the spices and how in you your yeah in your head you're you like it's it. so basic but like there's just like extra elements that you add that make it what it is so like we're super intimidated because when we watch our moms like cook that stuff you're like oh my god this is kind of scary <laughs> but um and if you ask them how to make it they don't give you measurements yeah that's true there's no measurements yeah. measurements don't exist in, with arabs but i think that's the case with like most cultures most people are always like we don't have measurements you just measure measure with your soul yeah. measure with your heart in fairness i don't measure you you will not ever see me whipping out a teaspoon or a <laughs> tablespoon and putting stuff ew I'm not. It's all about the eye. I'm not taking that. That's just an extra step. I'll just do it and see what it tastes like. Sometimes Lion. it's like too spicy and other times it's too bland. But whatever. You you kind of figure out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I want to finish this off because we have a couple minutes left um, to talk about. I want to make this like a running theme. What? <laughs> Accidentally eating pork. Oh, God. <laughs> 
unfortunately, most of us have had an experience similar to that. You guys yeah. have heard my... The first episode was literally called Pig Juice. Like, I feel like... <laughs> All our like all Muslims have access. All feed. all Muslims who have lived in the West yeah. have definitely experienced it at some point. Yeah. Even if it's just the juice. Yeah. Um. So what do you have a story? Uh, when I was younger, I remember having a ham sandwich in school. <gasps> I know, and Wait, I liked how? it. How? How? Oh no! I know. But I was so. I hate. I hate it now. Mm. Um. I went home, and it was. It's a very very like blurry memory. I can't even remember exactly. Um. How young were you? Probably four. Oh, you were no, very No, I was young. a baby. Okay, like, yeah. okay, okay. Like I was in junior infants. You okay, know, I can't fair. remember. Yeah. Um, and then I went home and my mom was like, no, that's Sam. That's and I was like, ew. Oh, so <laughs> I you, screamed. Okay, so you didn't know. You just like I ate it. I didn't know. I thought then... it was um, Sanyura, which What's is that? like salami. Oh. But halal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I love that. But it wasn't. Um, And another memory, which is I very much was over dramatic I ate crisps that had pork in it in school so I oh ate crisps and I went home and I was eating the crisps and it had like I don't know it had like pork something yeah the bacon flavored usually some of them are vegetarian that's what I was about to tell you yeah. so a lot of the time the flavoring is actually vegetarian I don't think I could do it still I don't think you could give me a bag of like vegetarian bacon crisps and uh. I would eat them because in my head I'm just like I know this is supposed to taste like it yeah. and it just feels wrong Even if it's fine, it just feels wrong. And my mom read the ingredients and she saw that it had that and I started crying. I don't know why I was so dramatic. I was like, no! It, because it feels wrong. It we were talking so about this. Bad. We oh, were talking I about this the it. other day. You could, you could do every single wrong... I feel like this is a very common thing with a lot of... One million percent. Muslims. They will drink. They'll have sex. They'll do every possible, like, in all, I put it in quotes, like, haram but thing pork? in the book. No. But pork is where everybody draws the line. Yeah. There is something. It just feels wrong. It just feels wrong. It's so bad. Like, ew. Yeah. Also, it doesn't look good and it doesn't smell good. So I don't no. know why you would want to eat it. Literally. But it's in everything. Yeah. Um, oh. Is that, are those your experiences? Um, The, okay, so I've made friends that came from uh, like Arab countries recently, okay. and I love them; they're amazing. Okay. But you, coming from an Arab country, when you order, you don't think about um, uh, you don't pork think about halal food. stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's true because you've only ever lived the in an Arab country. The last three yeah. times we've ordered food, started three times. Oh my! God. It was some one of the last one was my fault, but um, we'd order pizza. I'd mm-hmm. be excited. I open it. There's pork in it. No, I, <laughs> don't rely on them to be ordering it. Not then. anymore. No, don't. <laughs> and it'd be like. Like the last time I ordered pad thai from a very new restaurant opening okay. in New York and it had pork in it. Pad thai so is not supposed to have pork I know, in it. Yeah. Okay, that's stupid. If that happens to me one more time, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, no. Thankfully yeah. I'm extremely careful about it. But yeah, I think that's, that's something you don't think about when you're in an Arab country. It's really sad. And but that's why I enjoy going to an Arab country because I'm yeah, like, if you same. order a pepperoni pizza, exactly. I mean in fairness, I don't like Um, like halal pepperoni doesn't taste good but you can go to I've a pizza hut a in Amman it's not nice I don't you can go to a pizza hut in, in Amman and order pepperoni pizza and it's halal and you don't have to think about it yeah. you can just do it Yeah. but I don't like salami in general I think yeah. I never grew up on it my parents because it's like it's not really good for you it's very processed 100% um, just as is like actual hal- salami and stuff like that like they're all, all processed meats but so we never grew up like my, my mom would never let us have them she was yeah. very like She made sure we were very healthy. Healthy kids. So we would never have them. Um, so I think I never developed a taste for them. So I think as an adult, they just taste like shit. Yeah. Um, so I don't get that element of nostalgia with them. So I don't like them. Yeah. But people 
like pepperoni pizza which is why you find Arabs coming from an Arab country who have lived there their whole life coming here <laughs> oh and they God. order pepperoni pizza and you're like no I'm on my last strike yeah I'm literally on my last strike it's it all not goes into the we bin. don't have any excuses no we don't we, we don't because no. we've lived abroad so we know but yeah, yeah. it just it is kind of sad well we are out of time, Sima. We are. That we are. flew by. I know, it flows by, right? In mm-hmm. fairness, the first 10 minutes was kind of a mess because our tech issues. But this was great. I really, ha- I was really happy to have you on yeah, this show today. Too. I was really excited to bring her on because I think me and Sima are very, very similar yeah. um, with our upbringing. So it was really nice to have her on here. And hopefully I can bring you on again soon in hopefully. the future. If we yeah. keep this show going. <laughs> I want to keep the show going because it's fun. I like the idea of um, but yeah, so congratulations, Circa, on winning the tickets. And we will come back again next week, Mondays at 6 p.m. Follow us on Chai and Chats on Instagram, chai.and.chats on Instagram. And Samash, so you want to plug your Instagram or are you Go private? On. Yeah. Uh, what was my Instagram name? I don't know. You should know. SamaXA. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. You'll Sama put it on your Instagram. Oh, I can put it on my it's Instagram. Probably I've not tagged that. I can't remember. I've tagged her. But anyway, so thank you for listening to Chai and Chats. Thank you, Zama, for joining thank us. Thank you very much. And we will see you all again, or we'll be in your ears again mm-hmm. next week. Bye. Bye-bye.